And welcome to another episode of the Got To Be Real podcast, a show that informs and explores the people and places that make Chicago great. Hey guys, this is Jesse Trevino. I'm here with Steve Abrams. Hello, hello, hello. Nathan Cowan. Uh, hoy, hoy. What's going on, gentlemen? Let's get right into it. This is a fun episode. Uh, we've got... Uh, Steve, what are we talking about? Today is the Monday of Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day week. Happy Turkey Day week. Happy, Happy Indigenous People Indigenous week. People's week. All we right. cannot... Uh, move forward without honoring those who were here before us and yes, sir. In the words of Kevin Koval. Uh, so we are affectionately calling this for lack of any controversy, the overeating episode. This is the week that we eat and none of those calories count and we eat and drink and celebrate and enjoy each other and argue with families and have travel nightmares and enjoy so much that that ha that is going on but first i want to bring up on this note i don't know if you guys have been paying attention um to the news i'm sure you i know you have it was a s silly thing to say but with this and i'm not totally versed on it but nathan you probably know more about this the sommelier drama that Ooh. happened oh the court of court of masters see i knew you would know <laughs> What uh, is it? What first it, of all, that's an awesome name, Court of Masters. The Court of Masters. Isn't it? it I mean, it, <laughs> it really dirty. is. It's very Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> so the Court of Masters is the governing body for American sommeliers, and actually worldwide now. But um, they have four levels of sommeliers, um, intermediate or beginner, uh, sommelier, advanced, and master. Um, to become a master is extremely, extremely intensive and hard. Um, I have not been in the wine world uh, for five or six years, but when I was last, there were 108 uh, master sommeliers in the entire world. So it is a very elite club. Um, one of my friends, just who had taken the exam many times, um, guy is is phenomenal. Uh, just for what he knows about wine, it will blow your mind away. But he never passed until this year, right? I saw on Facebook, he passed it. I mean, he had like 500 comments within a minute because he knows everybody and everybody was super excited for him for what, just watching him over the years, what goes into it. I mean, these guys study for, you know, 30 hours a week. They meet with three or four tasting groups a week. They practice service. I mean, it is insanely mm -hmm. intense. And to achieve that basically sets you up for life. I mean, your, mm -hmm. your income automatically at least doubles. Um, you can do anything you want. I mean, master sommeliers open up restaurants, right. they start wineries, they sell books. Big deal. It's a huge deal. So the feeling of joy for this guy was incredible and for everybody else. That mm. And then like two weeks later, I found out he, they stripped it. They, they stripped their pin. Um, you, so get, you get everybody, a, you get everybody who passed that test. So the way the, the, the test works, you have three portions, right? You have a service portion, you have a theory portion, and a tasting portion. Now, if you pass any of those, you, you, you're done with it for three years, right? So if you pass the tasting portion, next, but you don't pass the other two, next year you can Got take it. the other two until you pass all. Yep. 
Well, so these are people who passed the tasting portion. So there were 24 of them, 23 or 24. So not all of them became master sommeliers, but there were some who that was the only thing they had to do. So in passing that tasting portion, they became master sommeliers. So this guy was one of them. Well, after the exam, somebody anonymously sent a report to the court of masters saying that some that a master sommelier who was giving the test provided information on the tasting wines to someone taking the test. No. Which is a huge, I mean, obviously it's illegal or against the rules. So instead of what I think and what I think a lot of people would prefer, would have preferred is you do a, an investigation and find out how far this went. They basically stripped everybody who passed of their pass. Mm. So if you became a master sommelier because you passed the tasting portion, you are no longer a master sommelier, which... Oh, my God. I mean... Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I can, there's nothing to even ex, like compare yeah, it to. I mean, yeah. it's it's like... So your friend... It's like, it's like you're Peyton Manning and you win the Super Bowl and then five minutes after they go, oh, by the way, that touchdown was for the other team. They get the trophy. Make it. Can Insane. you make it more like somebody winning a, a Tony non- Award? So yeah. So <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. So, I get you. I get you. I get you. <laughs> but I. I mean, the comparison is not even just because of how. How I mean, people take this exam. There are some master sommeliers who took this exam eight, nine, ten times. You know, once a year for ten years. Yeah. Um. It's not a joke. So, I, I mean, that's there. Yeah. You know, these these these, who I am calling master sommeliers because they rightfully passed, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they are appealing, yeah, and and they should absolutely they should. That's so insane. Wasn't their fault. It is insane. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, they should have. They should be able if they were able to determine that one person cheated. They should be able to determine yeah. that one person didn't yeah, cheat. Exactly. So instead right. of blaming right. everybody, they should say, you know, it's like it's going back to sports, Steve. For you, for your analogy, <laughs> okay, great. If you have an great. automatic, re- Pay attention, if, Steve. if you have an automatic replay. You have to have overwhelming evidence to overturn the call, right? You can't if if you can't tell that mm. the call should be overturned, the play stands, so okay. to speak, and that's the way this should be. I mean, if they can't prove mm-hmm. that these people also cheated, then the play should stand. They should have their pin. Steve, do you, you understand that sport? Analogy? Not really, but, I, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. I don't want. To. I saw you just bobbing your I head. Did. I do. I, I, yeah. you know, I do. You know, I do. I, I did watch. I, I do watch. Nathan, plays. how far? How far up a ladder did you get? Did, you didn't. I was studying for the advanced when I, when okay. I left wine. Yeah. So the, I, I have two. I have second level sommelier. Look at it. We're we're wow. in the presence of greatness, right? Really? Not even. Not, I mean, if you knew what that meant, it's like it's like t-ball. It's <laughs> <laughs> that I know it is. Uh, right. that is. So on that same note, yeah. uh, I want to talk about alcohol as well. I was just recently at Five Rabbit Brewery, which is out in Bedford Park, a local uh, a minority-owned brewery, and they were hosting this documentary by One City Films called "F Your Hair." Okay. So F, like, you know, they're, yeah. they're concealing the word. So it's called right. F Your Hair. And it's a, it's a story about Five Rabbit Brewery at, at one point was cr- creating this um, amazing craft beer for Trump International Towers here in Chicago. Um, let's, we, we're going to have to go backwards a little bit on time to when, the, the, you know, our president now in the office had, uh, you know, he was on television and made some comments about uh, Mexican immigrants coming over and calling them rapists and other things and murderers. And when, um, and so Five Rabbit uh, Brewery owners, they, you know, they, they heard that like the rest of us did. They said, you know what, that's, that's not cool. And they decided to sort of stop distributing their wines that they were making custom for. Beer. Tom, 
their mm-hmm. their beer. Yep, I'm thinking about your wine now. Uh, so they, they 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 just stopped they stopped they stopped delivering. They're like, you know, we're not going to provide our yeah. beers, our custom beers that we sweat over to this person's uh, hotel yeah. who is like, you know, culturally insulting us. So they took a stand, and uh, and and you know, Trump. You know, I, I need to send you guys a link. I'll post this on Facebook so you guys can check this out. The uh, uh, Mr. President well, decided to, you know, them. yeah, sue these guys, which mm. is which is horrible. I don't think anything ever transpired there. I mean, mm. I talked to the owner when I was at the at the at the uh, at the film, and she said no, nothing came ever about mm-hmm. it. But the but the uh, the brewery created this awesome beer. They're like, well, how do we show a little bit of protest that this is just not right, and we're gonna make a stand. They made this special beer with this really cool custom label, and it's called Chinga Tupelo. And I'll let anybody out there who wants to Google Chinga Tupelo. I think we know. I know, you know, know that word. It means I know restaurants F your hair. Yeah. And so that beer started, uh, you know, all the big local guys with, you know, big restaurants and, 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 and bar chains were carrying this special elixir called Chinga Tupelo. And anyway, so the, the documentary is about 50 minutes long. I'll post a link on where you can go check it out. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, to me, it's hilarious. I, you know, uh, the label is super cool. They don't. You can't buy the beer anymore, which is unfortunate. Mm. I, I think they're running into some issues with you know the First Amendment rights and what you can put. You know, if you can, right. you can say certain things on sure. labels. So they're they're not officially on the market any longer. Mm. But I hope that changes because I would I would love oh, a six pack. Put that on there. They should. Yeah. I mean, come on. I agree. And. I think, did you work at Trump Tower at, at some point? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was there for a couple of years. So did, did you try that beer? Because I, you know, I, I, yeah, I didn't I, get a chance. If I remember correctly, my one of my my uh, buddies who worked there with me, Jeremy Falk, uh, went through this beer. He created this beer program. And I think he brought that in, if I remember correctly. Not that not that specific beer, but Five Rabbits. Yeah. Um, Hmm. But yeah, I was there for. Anyway, it's a great brewery. It's out in Bedford Park. Uh, I'll post a link to their uh, okay. their headquarters on a Facebook page, and definitely go take a, you know, yeah. take, take a look. Yeah. So I think we've we've covered over drinking. Um, <laughs> Wait, so were we far. supposed to talk about something else? Well, well, I mean, just overeating <laughs> in general. Um, right. Obviously, Thursday is the you know high holiday of overeating and tryptophan, uh, you know, uh, overdose and. Um, I suppose football games, you know, whatever, but, you know, not not in my home. But, um, you know, there are a bunch of things that are happening during the week that I thought would be fun to mention. On Monday night, tonight, uh, Monday the 19th, is the third anniversary party party of uh, Dos Urbano Cantina at 2829 West Armitage in Humboldt Park from 6 p.m. And they're uh, compiling chefs from other Logan Square spots, including... Uh, Dissies and a giant, and they're bringing dishes for a barbecue potluck that includes wine and half-acre beer, and it's $65 a person. Uh, you can find information at dosurbanocantina.com. Plug. That was a plug, Dos Urbano Cantina. Um, on Wednesday night, which they're now calling Black Wednesday, which I think they need a better name for it because Black Friday is known the day after Friday, but on Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, uh, is frozen turkey bowling at Fat Poor Tap what? Works at 2005 <laughs> West Division, Division you, in Damon. Have you ever seen that before? No, I think I have. I mean, just I think I have. just imagine, turkeys do not roll. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how frozen yeah, that is. Like, they're they're right, right. It's like pitching and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can celebrate the, this night with drinks and appetizers from 6 to 8, uh, followed by a competition 
Um, I suppose the competition would be even more entertaining with the more drinks you have. Um, with uh, 64 teams competing for 100-level Blackhawks tickets by bowling with frozen turkey. Bring a can of food to donate. That sounds for awesome. For a food drive, which sounds like a lot of fun. Um, you'll have friends and family in town. It's a perfect. sounds like a perfect thing to uh to go to on friday november 23rd is plain clothes at the den theater which is also in wicker park at 1331 north milwaukee the the premiere of spencer davis's comedy about a team of chicago retail security guards under investigation for racial profiling following a violent encounter with a shoplifter 730 and pay what you can tickets are at brokennosetheater.com um, also, uh, there's a taste of nostalgia at Alinea. 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 Did you seriously know this pronounced? Alinea. Alinea. One of the best restaurants Alinea. in the world. Grant Akats. Oh, oh, God, no. we talked about this. What man. is it? It's Akats. Akats. Oh, Akats. Steve. Alinea. Let's do Let's do a sun cloud. Akats like packets. Akats like packets. There you go, buddy. And when the restaurant is called Alinea. Alinea. One oh. of the best restaurants. We're gonna go in the world. In I'll the take world, you. I'll take we'll you. go. Okay, after I take my um, <laughs> and that is right at seventeen twenty three North Halstead, across from Steppenwolf Theater, right next to oh, yeah. Pizza Capri yep. and Boca. Boca. Um, Boca is um, also awesome. I don't know if they have anything going on. Uh, I'm sure also, this month, and I'm not sure exactly what the actual date is, but a Chicago staple, Al's Italian Beef, mm-hmm. is celebrating their 80th anniversary with Holy I'm sure, all sorts of Al's Beef, uh, you know, artery clogging deliciousness. Um, again, plug. All these are plugs. All these are plugs. Everyone listening, these are plugs. And these are great places too, um, by the way. And they're really great places. And again, you know, we in the industry and kind of knowing what's happening and knowing what cool neighborhoods and knowing events that are happening, we get this information and we thought we would share it with you to make your Thanksgiving week uh, more abundant and have your clothes fit uh, tighter. Um, also on, on Saturday and Sunday, there's a really wonderful production at the Chicago Children's Theater. And yes, it is for all ages. It is called Frederick. Um, and it has gotten rave, rave reviews. It's in an extension period right now. Um, Black Friday happens on Friday, um, obviously. Uh, and, uh, Chicago Children's Theater, I know is offering 25, uh, uh, 25% off everything. Well, they are now. If, if they <laughs> just did, I guess. Uh, they're offering 25% off tickets. So go see that show. Um, it is, um, I was obsessed as a as sort of a teenager or maybe 20-year-old with Pee-wee's Playhouse, where Pee-wee's Playhouse played, and actually it's coming back. I just read it's coming back. There's a pee- The show? I think Thanksgiving yeah. Day. Oh, no. There's a Pee-wee's Playhouse what marathon. Mean, oh, no. Is her, is, what's, what's Herman up to nowadays? Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, he's still around. I Paul Rubens? He's still around. He's great. But um but there actually is a Pee Wee's Playhouse marathon on Thanksgiving Day, I believe. But um <laughs> but Frederick, this play does play on two levels. It plays for the little ones and it also is very entertaining for the uh for the older young adults and, and, and adults. So I highly recommend that. Um a great thing to do. Um, I, I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but, you know, if you want to avoid some of the main stores and all that, um, you know, go see a show, go throw some frozen turkeys at each other, you know, do <laughs> it whatever. Is, it is a great time to get out. I mean, that's one thing about 
being in the restaurant business, it always blew me away how yeah. many people go out for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is very common and there's a, t- I mean, every restaurant's and got way something easier than, way than cleaning easier. and cooking oh, yeah. and prepping and oh, yeah. inviting everybody over. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to my buddy, uh, Larry Feldmeyer over at the Albert on East Ontario. I might mm-hmm. go check him out. He's doing, you know, yeah. truffle stuffing and the guy's, you know, classically trained. So it's kind of my, right up my alley. But, um, I mean, he's got a great Thanksgiving yeah. menu set up next week. You just find all these really yeah. cool places. Do you know that out. the busiest day of the year for drinking uh, in emergency <laughs> rooms is Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. What's well, the oh, really? it's because it's of the, food poisoning? It's because the biggest drinking day of the year. Well, and the day before but, Thanksgiving. But the day I, before this Thanksgiving. is this is specifically because people that don't normally cook throughout the year, everybody tries to make a turkey and they'll take the turkey that's raw and on a platter and they'll cook it. And they won't cook it properly, and then they'll put it back on that same platter that it was raw oh, and has all the festering it. juices all day. Well, and, and that people get sick. And, and here's it's packed in an emergency room that night. Rule number one: don't stuff your turkey. Did Did you guys know that? Okay, I don't. I don't you, like stuffing anyway, you, so I never people, do. You know, people stuff their turkey. Okay, if you stuff stuff your turkey, it takes longer to cook, and the breast will not cook as fast. Ah. And that's a lot of people undercook and eat raw turkey because Ugh, they stuff it, stop it and they read it, you know, like so many, mi- so many minutes per yeah, pound. Right. If you have stuffing in the inside, yeah. you don't have the air circulating through and it takes a lot longer. Yeah. Well, whatever your plans are, whether they're traveling, uh, whether they're staying in Chicago and enjoying a number of these activities and, you know, check online, there are tons more, um, have a safe and wonderful and grateful holiday And thanks for listening, and we will see you on our next episode. Happy Overeating Day. Cheers. Okay, well, thanks for listening. And again, you can find all of us, my co-hosts Nathan Cowan, Jesse Trevino, and me, Steve Abrams, through our Got To Be Real Facebook page. And Got To Be Real is recorded live at Mystery Street Recording Company in the heart of Lakeview of Chicago and is your best guide and conversation starter for all things Chicago with a little real estate thrown in. Got To Be Real is produced by its hosts, us, Nathan Cowan, Jesse Trevino, and Steve Abrams, and we are all licensed realtors at Century 21 SGR in Chicago's West Loop. We can be reached at Got To Be Real podcast on Facebook. Please send us your suggestions, comments, questions, and ideas for upcoming topics for shows, and let us know if you'd like to be featured on an episode as well. Be sure to tell your friends about the podcast, and again, thanks for listening. And of course, if you are looking to buy or sell some property, be sure to contact us at Got To Be Real Podcast on Facebook. 